As Congress battles for another stimulus package that many experts say is necessary, GDP drastically declines in the second quarter, and the stock market turns bearish despite unemployment claims continuing to decline across the U.S. Congress has passed multiple stimulus bills already, but this particular issue has been stuck in the House for months now. Democrats and Republicans have not been able to settle on the cost of a new bill. Many Americans are afraid that help will not come and are hesitant to purchase goods outside of what's necessary. Can Congress come together to help American citizens and boost national GDP? Or will political theater and campaigning leading up to the presidential election keep them from settling the debate? Let's find out. I'm Alan Lanier, and this is The Economic State. The latest economic stimulus package is being held up in Congress. Legislators cannot decide on how much and who the stimulus is for. Democrats think the bill needs more funding for unemployment. Republicans want to incentivize people to go back to work and give businesses the ability to hire or rehire more people. This particular debate has been ongoing for three months now, and both parties seem unwilling to compromise. Republicans in the Senate have suggested legislation, but Democrats have denied it, saying that it isn't enough. Business Insider reported, the two parties were unable to come to an agreement before the Phase 3 bill lapsed at the end of July, leaving millions of unemployed without expanded unemployment benefits, among other things. The House's Phase 4 HEROES Act would extend the $600 weekly bonus to unemployment benefits through January. Republicans have repeatedly pushed back on that, saying it would disincentivize people from going back to work. As of early August, McConnell and President Donald Trump had voiced some support for extending the bonus. Remember when President Trump signed an executive order that gave a $300 federal boost to unemployment? Well, that was signed because Congress could not agree on a bill then. President Trump is still supportive of giving Americans an economic boost, though Republicans in Congress are hesitant to do so, at least with the price tag that Democrats and the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, have been asking for. Because of this contingency, many Americans are wondering if more stimulus will ever come. According to CNET, the drama over a new coronavirus relief package and all it could contain grows more heated by the day, as both sides remain resolute over the total price of their proposals. It isn't enough that Republicans and Democrats want to make a deal. The cost of the package is the main sticking point that's ground negotiations to a halt. And it has a direct impact on which pieces of funding move forward and how effective they might be. Benefits that would be included in the potential stimulus bill are a second $1,200 stimulus check for specified Americans, an unemployment boost, money for schools to help with the ongoing battle with COVID-19, business loans, and tax credits. Talks of this new bill have been ongoing but seem to have gone nowhere since nothing has passed the Senate. The HEROES Act, which Democrats passed in the House, has been stuck in a Senate committee for over a month. So will it ever make it to the American people? Democrats have not accepted any deal so far, which one was introduced by bipartisan supporters. After the $3 trillion HEROES Act passed the House, Republican senators cut down the budget of the stimulus package to around $500 billion. 
That bill, which even some Republicans didn't support, failed to pass in the Senate. Nancy Pelosi has stated that the committee will stay in session until a deal is struck. Forbes reported that the GOP are circulating a skinny version of the Democrats' stimulus proposal, worth roughly $500 billion that could be released as soon as this week, CNBC reported Wednesday. That bill would include supplemental unemployment benefits of around $300 per week, liability protections for business, businesses, and more funding for schools, but it wouldn't include another round of stimulus checks. Given Democrats' insistence that the next relief package encompass at least $2 trillion worth of spending, it's not likely at all that the skinny bill will pass the Democrat-led House, even if the GOP passes it in the Senate. That bill was shot down in the Republican-controlled Senate. Another bill, which was introduced by both Democrat and Republican lawmakers, was denied by top Democrats as well, even though it had many provisions that both the left and the right wanted. According to an article published on the House of Representatives website, on Tuesday, September 15th of 2020, the Bipartisan Problem Solvers Caucus, 25 Democrats and 25 Republicans, unveiled its March to Common Ground framework to help break the gridlock on the COVID-19 relief package and encourage negotiators to get back to the table. The package addresses key areas of need, including COVID-19 testing, unemployment insurance, direct stimulus, worker and liability protection, small businesses and nonprofit support, food security, schools and childcare, housing, election support, and state and local aid. Nancy Pelosi and her Democratic colleagues have said that anything less than $2 trillion would not be accepted. It is unlikely that Republicans would agree to any bill of that amount. And the March to Common Ground framework was the closest that Congress will get to reaching a middle-of-the-road deal. It seems that Democrats are asking for a lot, and that Republicans are unwilling to compromise. The stimulus package that was passed in May was a historic relief bill. What exactly does the economy need if Congress is to pass more legislation? We'll analyze this now. Nancy Pelosi would like to add more funding to unemployment benefits. Democrats would also like to see a rollback of tax deductions for higher tax earners. Fortunately, it would be in both parties' best interest to add a second check as the national GDP could use the consumer spending boost. Democratic politicians have been saying that the relief benefits wealthier taxpayers and gives lower income earners the short end of the stick. They would like to give more money to people who are unemployed. However, blue-collar workers and less affluent individuals are able to benefit because of the job market that the tax deductions allow. T jobs are tied directly to higher income earners. The less that a business owner has to pay in taxes, the more people they can hire. This is showing in the unemployment rate, which has continued to decline. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported in August, the unemployment rate declined by 1.8 percentage points to 8.4%, and the number of unemployed persons fell 2.8 million to 13.6 million. Both measures have declined for four consecutive months, but are higher than in February, by 4.9 percentage points and 7.8 million, respectively. More and more people are going back to work and leaving the unemployment program, which is better for the welfare system. State and local government budgets have been exceeded because of unemployment payments. 
Also, the federal government benefits from more people going back to work because that means more individuals are paying taxes again. Boosting unemployment benefits should not be the focus. The focus should be on our national GDP. According to CNBC, U.S. GDP fell at an annual rate of 31.7% in the second quarter of 2020. Of that 31.7% drop, personal consumption expenditures, spending by average American households, accounted for 24.76 percentage points annualized. The initial fall in spending quickly reversed course as the summer began, with $1,200 stimulus checks from the, from the federal government helping everyday Americans resume some of their normal habits and purchases. Consumer spending is down 7.3% as of the end of August compared with January, and also shows a deceleration around the start of September. A second stimulus check, which is essential, essentially a tax credit, would benefit businesses, consumers, the federal government, and local governments. Consumers would be more encouraged to purchase goods and services again. Although consumers would not have to pay taxes on the income of the check, businesses would have to pay taxes on the sales income they would, that they would receive from consumers who would become customers. That income would also help businesses, owners, and employees pay property tax, which goes towards local governments. Suffice it to say that the unemployment program should not be the answer. As for other points of the budget, schools receiving funding for COVID-19 prevention is a bipartisan issue. Tax deductions, I explained already, are helping everyone. And the point of businesses receiving loans is beneficial for the government to pay to lend for the government to lend money for governments to pay back with interest. So that's income for the government directly. Well, that's our show for the week. Thank you for watching. And for those of you on podcast, thank you for listening. I'm Alan Lanier, and this was The Economic State. We'll see you next week.